Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. It's our 200th episode. Yay! It's honestly so wild. I can't believe we've done something <laughs> 200 times. It's, um, I think people are going to fall on the floor when they hear that. <laughs> I think they will too. It has been really fun and a great four years. We have been doing this since 2018. Wild. That's four years. Four more years. <laughs> Will you please reelect us? <laughs> this is um a cheerocracy. This is, or this is not a cheerocracy. This is a cheer tatorship, and we're gonna keep doing it. No one. <laughs> Whether you no ask us, us or elect us or vote for us or not. <laughs> it's honestly probably true. Even if we had zero listens to our episodes, we'd still do it. It's just a way for us to hang out and um, <laughs> watch the shows that we want to watch and like gives us the time to do it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. And yeah, just like having like a project, a, a creative outlet mm-hmm. has been really, really fun and often forced us to learn new skills (laughs) even this year I was finally forced to learn garage band and um it was really stressful but look at me now (laughs) she's got another thing to add to the resume (laughs) and it like it's really fun uh to like it really it's weird how many conversations are started with it like it's fun to actually have a thing that's like oh yeah I have a podcast yes or it's like I always feel this way about people with dogs that they're able to like talk to random people more easily like on the street with a dog but like with this it's, it's so like true. oh tv I have a podcast like let's talk about tv Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice to like well I mean I think we have a lot of other hobbies too, but so sometimes many. if some, well, you know, like not everyone like goes to concerts and like, true, true. you do crafts and mm-hmm. things. You always have a puzzle on your table. <laughs> the um, same puzzle for six months. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Didn't. You always have a puzzle on your table. Um, but like sometimes uh, my brain, like I have, I think I technically have a lot of hobbies, but. If someone says, what are your hobbies? My brain goes blank every Mm -hmm. time and I can't think of a single thing. But having a podcast is one (laughs) that I can say and usually can remember. So it's true. And it's taught me that when people ask that, I think I immediately have like conditioned myself to think like, oh, hobbies mean sports. And it's like, not Mm. true. Watching TV is a hobby. Whether you have a podcast or not. It is. And we're just trying to facilitate more discussions. Yes. With more people about TV. We're analyzing art. We really are. Everyone knows TV's art now. They do. And TV's if they better than they movies. Do now. <laughs> it's true. That's why we can do it for 200 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it would be fun to do... Um, Kind of like our favorite time of year, Spotify Wrapped, which happened last week and was the best day. Um, maybe this will be a better day because we're going to do Girl Meets Show Wrapped. We're going to start it, start 
wide and kind of go over some stats from our show as a whole, all 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get down to uh, focusing on just this year, since the year is almost over, which is crazy. Yeah. If Spotify counts the, the year is over, we're going to do it too. Yeah. We follow them. We follow their lead. <laughs> under his they actually <laughs> do kind of own this podcast because they own the platform we use to host it so oh my gosh we're practically spotify employees actually <laughs> well we're not making any money but <laughs> we're interns <laughs> they own our do they own our content do we Maybe. sign our masters away taylor, <laughs> taylor swift help us we didn't even learn actually that's her. a good question <laughs> <laughs> we should hmm. look into that uh we'll contact our lawyers and we'll see this might not actually be as funny as uh, I think it is. <laughs> I think it's great. Hmm. All right. So some stats for all of you that we thought were so interesting and had such a fun time looking up. Um, our first stat for all of you is kind of mind-blowing. We have talked about 266 shows on this podcast. It's crazy. It's truly crazy because I don't even know if I could, like, I well, I mean, I know for sure I couldn't name 266 TV shows. Mm-mm. We should be able, they're in our brains somewhere. We've technically spent at least, like, four to 12 hours on each of them. <laughs> when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It was crazy to, like, go through all of them because was, there was somewhere I was like, I don't know what this is, but I know we watched it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Another fun thing we did is we broke them down, all those 266 shows, into what network they are located on, what streaming service. And it's hard because I want to keep, like, testing you. Like, what one do you think takes the cake? And I should we should have done that, but we both oh. are aware of their stats. So hmm. I know. Well, because you were so excited to show me. I was truly I'm a stats girl. So, yeah, but <laughs> that is like, that would have been, I wonder what I would have guessed. But drum roll, please. I don't think you would have guessed it because our number one streaming service is Netflix by far and large. Mm-hmm. Like it's probably truly wild. Looking at looking at the chart you made which is beautiful like i think if you add up all of the others maybe it would be just slightly more but kind of barely yeah yeah we have 108 shows that have all been featured on netflix so wild yeah i wonder what i would have guessed i would have known netflix was up there but i probably i just feel like we're always watching hbo Always. And it is in second place, but it's a long space between Netflix and HBO. Yeah, HBO, we've watched 59 shows. And Hulu, we've watched 38. And I'm actually surprised Amazon is at 22. Yeah, I am too. And it's been kind of, it's kind of fun because Netflix was ahead. Actually, our first year, Netflix, HBO was ahead by two shows. Wow. And then all the rest of them, it's like Netflix by a long shot until this year, they're actually equal. 15 and 15, HBO, Netflix. 
So Netflix, I don't know what that says about them, but maybe HBO will take it next year. I would, I mean, that's the world I would rather live in. Yeah, me too. TBH. Wow. Fascinating. We also, (laughs) it it has to be said that we've watched three shows. We've done three shows on AMC shows, which I think all three of those are Killing Eve. Mm, That made sense. (laughs) All three seasons. I can't think of anything else that is like, was kind of exclusively AMC. No, that's the only one. Disney Plus, we've got nine. Which I actually, it, I can't decide if that's low or high. That's more than I would have thought. But it kind of makes sense because we've watched almost all the Star Wars. And we watched a lot of the Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Apple TV Plus is at 12. And it's funny because like those didn't really come into play until really, I guess, uh, 2020. Hmm. But it's been a lot round longer than Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus. It's so true. Well, and technically, HBO Max was new. Mm, yes, I, I was combining was HBO. all of HBO and HBO yes. Max. So, which I think you should do that. Yeah, I think that's correct. But I was just remembering that HBO Max is actually new. Like we're older than HBO Max. Yes, we are. Oh, wow. and don't forget our one on Quibi. The one time. And technically that we talked about a couple shows on Quibi, I think. But that's true. All 15 minute long things that maybe add up to one. Never forget Quibi. And I hope that it is always just somewhere on our stats every time we pull them. (laughs) It will be forever and ever. Okay. Our next fun statistic are our top three played episodes. And this is just really interesting and most of them are well one of them has a really funny background story that I think we've maybe mentioned on the podcast before but it'll be fun to retell it (laughs) but hilariously enough and honestly makes the most sense our number one episode is our first episode has a lot more listens than any other episode Mm -hmm. I guess that's a compliment that people go back and listen to the first episode first Mm-hmm. How do you and read I that? Remem- <laughs> uh, well, I I think, too, um, like, when we first announced it and stuff, I think, like, maybe a ton of people went and listened. Yeah, like... And we we promoted it... Well, I don't know if we necessarily promoted it more heavily than, like... I think we did. I posted to my regular but- feed... I posted to my stories. Yeah. And honestly, I did we're too. not that good at promoting on our own instagrams or twitters no we need to be better actually i retweet on the twitter on my we all well we each always retweet but i probably have the smallest following on twitter also yeah on my personal okay our second episode is the funny story one it's episode 113 and it's the episode where we talked about hunter schaefer's uh single uh euphoria episode which is like the most random um, piece of content ever, kind of like, truly. So it's not even part of the regular Euphoria season. It was just like this random one-off episode. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, I think you should tell the story, Jordan. Why is that our second highest played episode? <laughs> well, it is quite iconic. Um, our 
resident artist Taylor Goff <laughs> um did her classic um iconic um photoshop work for our I, post for this i'm remembering um, the story as you're telling it and i'm just like cracking up because it, it really is so random it's so funny um and um oh the whole the whole lord of it all was because there was a lord song featured in this euphoria episode that we were discussing so taylor photoshopped um out our friend rachel of a picture of the three of us at a lord concert she photoshopped on the actor hunter schaefer's face onto our friend rachel's body and she did such a good job when we posted it that a hunter schaefer fan stan account in brazil retweeted the tweet and maybe also found you on instagram or something because yeah, i think, they I found think me you on probably instagram like tagged i tagged hunter schaefer yeah yeah so Hunter Schaefer was tagged in all the posts and we hashtagged like the typical things and it got retweeted um, as though because it looked they thought that Hunter Schaefer was like a guest on the podcast and like she was going to be like interviewed or something. And like talking <laughs> about her experience at a Lord concert. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I forgot about that part. Like the Photoshop job was so good. They thought it was a real photo of us hanging out with Hunter Schaefer at a Lord concert. <laughs> and um. It was just so funny and was a really good lesson for everyone involved. The nation of Brazil, us, Hunter Schaefer and our friend Rachel, who was the real third figure in the photo, all about media literacy and truly fake news. And um, it was hilarious. The- and I think I did respond to like the main um, Hunter Schaefer fan account. Yeah, it was like it getting was, like, too much. We like felt really bad here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's our second most listened to <laughs> listening to this podcast expecting hunter shaper to come in and get interviewed so funny so hilarious um our third most played episode is episode 38 and it's kind of funny because on this episode we talk about a show that we don't think anyone else has ever watched in their lives because we've never heard anyone who's watched it Mm-mm. Um, and that would be Catch Twenty Two, which was starring Christopher Abbott and George Clooney. Right? Is that who it was? Yes, yes, it was George Clooney, and I feel like um, Coach Taylor was in yes. it too. So we were like, "Wow, this show!" And we liked, we liked it. it. But I, yeah, I don't think anyone's ever watched that show. But we also paired this show with Fleabag, so I'm I'm assuming that's why because Fleabag is widely known and watched but still not there's no way that catch 22 was the draw for that for people to come listen to that episode in droves it had to have been fleabag but but that's the thing i mean we have done episodes of like the most popular shows in the world like game of thrones and they're not in our top three list no (laughs) they're not honestly i guess it goes to show our listeners have good taste because fleabag yeah there's like, oh, they, these girls have a podcast on TV. I, let's see if they have a Fleabag episode. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and let's learn about this random Hulu show that I've <laughs> never heard of in my life. Catch 22. <laughs> well, so maybe good. I just had a flashback to that show, Catch 22, and you do get to see Christopher Abbott's butt. So. It's true. You do. Mm-hmm. Never forget. 
Why is no one watching that show? I don't know. Okay, also interesting, the platforms that people use to watch our show. Jordan and I are both exclusively Spotify girlies. So we listen to our podcasts and music on Spotify. But So we were kind of surprised that 54% of people are listening on Apple. And only 17% on Spotify. Apple Podcasts is still king. It's like Netflix. I was surprised, but we are actually... Yeah, we're in the minority on both of those things to, of where the world is, I guess. That's true. I I do prefer the way that Apple podcasts are separate and like organized, but I do also like having everything in one place on Spotify. So I know that's mm-hmm. a <laughs> contradictory statement, but <laughs> well, you made your choice at Spotify, so I did. You we're allowed to have feedback for um the people that own this podcast <laughs> apparently <laughs> and anchor our tool the website we use to distribute it <laughs> yeah but it also means that we get a podcaster wrapped so that's that's true one thing and it was really fun yes i can't decide if this stat is surprising or not but uh on spot of our spotify listeners 85 percent are female and 14 fif- percent are male does that sound like a lot of men or no men to you? It sounds like very few men, but I'm not surprised that we would have more female fan base, especially because we literally have the word girl in our title. But yeah. I think that of the people I know IRL who will discuss the pod, like the shows we're watching because we're watching it on the podcast and stuff, I think are actually more often men. Good point. Not, And that's not like universal, like some... Like, girls will talk to me about it, too. But I feel like it's mostly dudes. But I do feel like more men talk to me about the podcast. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they have listened. Yeah. As far as we know. As far as we know. Maybe they're not willing to be vulnerable and reveal that they've listened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our last, like, Spotify demographic that... This one sounds spot on, but... 48% of people are between the ages of 28 and 34. 34% are between the ages of 23 and 27. That's actually kind of surprising, though, because, like, I would say most of the people we know don't fall in that category, other than, like, my sister. One of my sisters does. I don't know why I had that dramatic pause. (laughs) I couldn't remember how old anybody was. Um, so you think the 34% should be higher or lower? Lower. Okay. I agree. Um, well, I'm, cause I'm kind of surprised because only 8% is 35 to 44, which mm. I was thinking I were like our parents, but actually our parents are older than that too. So never mind. And my parents don't listen very much. True. I guess, I guess what I would have expected would be those numbers switched. Maybe 35 to 44 yeah be much higher than 23 to 27 but hey that means that we're cool and that gen z likes us likes us (laughs) we're resonating (laughs) with gen z yay it's no i just realized it's probably all those listeners in brazil (laughs) oh my gosh you're probably right (gasps) oh my gosh all the euphoria wow statistics are so fun (laughs) wow and i have so many more questions after learning them (laughs) 
That is hilarious. Oh, wow. That's so funny. Yeah, I think you're probably spot on. Well, maybe. I mean, I think they will only have listened to one episode. Yeah, it's true. Who knows? Thank <sighs> you to all of our fans in Brazil, basically. Thank you. We <laughs> we appreciate you. We go to Brazil one day and, like, <laughs> we get recognized in the streets. <laughs> We get comments on all of our Instagrams. Come to Brazil. Yeah. Oh, the dream. <laughs> the dream. Um, hey, I wonder if there was at least one person that like listened to that episode and was like, Hunter Schaefer's not on here, but I'm going to keep <laughs> listening and then became like an avid follower. Uh, I love that. I'm going to write fan fiction about that. Girl <laughs> meets show fanfic. Cute. Uh, all right. Fun thing that Jordan had the brilliant idea of doing was similar to Billie Eilish and how she does that same interview <laughs> for uh, Vanity Fair. Is that who it's for? Yeah. Um, on her birthday. Uh, we decided to revisit our first episode we ever recorded. And we both listened to it and took lots of notes and are going to reminisce on the things that have changed, the things that have stayed the same. And just how far we've come in 200 episodes. Jordan, what were your main takeaways after listening to that first episode? Um, I mean, I knew this before I even pressed play, but I knew the sound <laughs> was going to be night and day different. Um, and you actually reminded me today when I was, when we were kind of talking about that, that the sound was even worse in our first episode because we had not switched over like our mic um, input. And so it was just the laptop picking up every sound in the room on the street outside. Um, It was, it was hilarious. It was really, I mean, like you can understand what we're saying. You can hear it. It kind of just sounds like we're like on the phone, but um, it was, hilarious to then go back and listen to one of our recent episodes and it just we've just grown a lot in sound and technique and equipment so that was my immediate takeaway <laughs> it's funny because like when we first started the podcast we like p- took some pictures with our mics and like posted them <laughs> and I wonder if people were like they have those mics and they still sound <laughs> like oh my that gosh. Well, I didn't even think it's about that. so funny. Like, we just got, like, fake mics to pose with, but we didn't <laughs> even really use them. That. That's what it looks like. And that's what it sounds we like. We should have just... <laughs> we should have rented a studio for the picture and made it really official. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was so funny. I mean, even in the episodes after that, like, we were... Like, we would, like, lie on our stomachs facing each other and with the mic in between so that it would, like pick up both of us it was a very funny and honestly adorable and it was it was really fun it was really like it was a super fun funny way to record the podcast but ever since we changed over to recording our audio separately during covid we were like oh oh okay this sounds better (laughs) yeah it's all around way better um also, I mean, these are all reactions in like the first five seconds. It's just, it's, I love that. I love our theme song now. I love having thing, having a theme song feel, feels like a real podcast. The theme song really makes it. It's so cute. I'm glad we finally did that last year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's us reacting to like our hundredth episode. 
<laughs> not just episode <laughs> one. <sighs> something something we were kind of talking about. I mean, I was nervous to listen a little bit just because, mm-hmm. I mean, I had not revisited it. Didn't know how cringy it would be. Um, it definitely has cringe. You can tell, like, I'm not intentionally, like, doing a different voice or anything, but, like, I can tell <laughs> that I'm like, what is this voice? Like, who who is this person talking? <laughs> I don't normally have so much vocal fry, I thought, but... <laughs> I think we were just excited, but it's true. I felt the same way. I felt like I was like performing. Like I was like, and we both talked so slow. Like (laughs) I was just like, hello, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, it's so. I mean, I really don't think I sounded like that, but basically. No, you didn't. But I do feel like we were going very slowly, which I guess Mm -hmm. I actually expected us to be talking way too fast because I feel like. Sometimes I still talk too fast if I'm getting just really excited, but um, yeah. it was so slow. I, yeah, I had to speed it up a little bit when I was listening and I don't normally do that. Something else I have to, I have to give props to Jordan because she has gotten so good at doing our little intro and it was really fun to like go back and hear how it first went because we also probably took that, like we probably did like five retakes of that at least. Yeah. The first time and Jordan's gotten so good at it and I think we're gonna put in a little clip here um and honestly we're gonna drop in a few other clips down the road you'll be able to tell when the clips are from the first episode because the sound sounds so bad <laughs> when it starts but sounding I think it's- like an antenna on your car radio your am radio <laughs> on your car that's that's the throw that's the throwback that's when you've that's gone a TBT. Back <laughs> welcome to girl meets show it's the very first episode of our relationships podcast if you're a person like us who's in a relationship with their TVs. But yeah, the intro the intro has gotten a lot more streamlined than it wa- than it was in this first episode. It's a a little clunky. It gets you there, but it's a bumpy bumpy ride. There. Indiana Jones <laughs> ride at Disneyland kind of bumps. <laughs> and now it's flawless every week and <laughs> I I actually remember like I couldn't when we were first doing it Actually, I still try not to look at you. I, d- I never want to make Jordan feel uncomfortable while she's like doing it because that is you you feel cringe even today. I'm sure. Oh, very much so. But um, not not as much as I used to. And it's also one of those things where it's like if you it's like you just have to pretend you're not cringe and just power through yeah. because otherwise you can like hear the cringe. Mm hmm. I think it was more so when we were in that phase of laying on our stomachs, looking at each other in the <laughs> eyes, recording, and you having to do that intro. Yeah. It was like I had to look away. That's <laughs> so true. That is really, it's really funny. We did that for like, we did that up until COVID, really. Yeah. And so that's just how it was. That was just, that was podcast time. That was what we knew. One of my favorite things that we were, that I loved while listening to the first episode was how different my top three is now of all time television. Amazing. And yours is mine. I was I shocked. Yours is much more extreme than mine. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I said that mine were Mad Men as my number one, Parks and Rec as my number two, and Friday Night Lights as my number three. And although I do love all three of those I think Jordan was right to be shocked in episode one I was when even, I said Parks and Rec. I even was shocked then. Something I'm remembering that you even said on the podcast that I think is an interesting through line to now 
is you were like, well, I don't really talk about it because I feel like I have to be like an expert on this if I <laughs> say it's my favorite thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like we were just saying this with like Star Wars show or Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, yeah, I don't have a closing to that, but I just thought that was interesting. It is really interesting. I must really struggle with that. Um, What were your top three that you said again? Mine were 30 Rock, Seinfeld, and Friday Night Lights. Okay, what would you say your top three all-time shows are today? All-time. And I have to break the rule we set in episode one where we said that it had to be a show that was finished. Which I was like, wow, so strict in episode (laughs) one. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You can break your own rules, you know. (laughs) But um, I would say... I think Seinfeld's definitely still on there. So that's still true. And I, like you said, I still love 30 Rock and Friday Night Lights forever. But I think Succession has to be on top three. But we hadn't even seen Succession yet. Like, look how much things have changed. And my final spot, I really think, I think it might be Veep. I've been thinking about Veep Mm. a lot lately. But I feel like it does kind of change. I feel like my top three kind of ebbs and flows, you know, but Seinfeld and succession are like permanently there. I'll also say, I think when we started recording this podcast, we were a little bit more, I don't know if we widened our horizons as we were doing this podcast, but we have become more open about the shows that we're watching where Mm -hmm. I think beforehand it was like, um, we didn't want our parents or peers to maybe know that we were watching Game of Thrones. There was like a lot of um, pushback on like watching that show and a lot of other shows. And now it's just like we have a podcast. We have to be open about it, which is kind of nice. Well, specifically Game of Thrones will come back to after you give yeah. your top three, like your updated top Perfect. three. I mean, because well, so my updated top three, it's funny because I, I think I can't decide if I like wouldn't have said this was in my top three because I didn't want people to like know I watched the show or if it's because the more I've grown up and watched it again I loved it even more but girls girls is my number three I think I think about mm-hmm. that show nonstop. but you did and bring it up in episode one that is true actually I wasn't shy you I wasn't shy it was like it. it was like a backup you know but it, I feel like I think yeah. you're right. Like you didn't want to fully claim it, but yeah. we do. We do talk about how um, it's such a you show because it's like the aesthetic and like the sense of humor and things. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was always there. <laughs> it was there. The other ones I had on my list that didn't make the cut were Freaks and Geeks. Mm. I had Girls. I think about that show a lot. So. I put it on there. I feel like girls, um, I feel like it reminds me of you too because it's also like that aesthetic. Yeah. Like the even just the graphics and the mm-hmm. title sequence, I'm like, whoa, Taylor could have worked for them and made that. <laughs> so it's like even the same font that I is in our <laughs> It's perfect. But yeah, um, just rem- and it's like just that kind of sense of humor. Yeah. But it's all a compliment because that show is really good. Thank you. I'm going to claim it now. And now it's, I think, yeah, it's a top three for you for sure. And then my number two, I think, is Fleabag. Mm. I've rewatched that show more than any other show, I think. Mm -hmm. It's like part of your DNA now. It's like what shows are part of your DNA is kind of like the prompt. 
Yes. And like, I kind of like, I, like, I do feel a little bad that like my top three shows are all shows that have come out more recently, I guess. Um, no, I think that's cool. Like, well, it's over four years, you know, like it's true. You've had time to let them settle, but, and then of course succession. Yeah. We're first and foremost succession heads on this podcast. We're succession heads first, humans second. Yes. Podcasters third. That's how it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say marketers 50th. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, funny because like looking at this list, like I had so many more shows still above parks and rec like i don't parks and rec would maybe be on my 20 num, like 25 or lower now mm-hmm. like game of thrones severance atlanta ozark breaking bad like all those shows would be above. search party yeah search party i um yeah. i don't know there's just something about it it's like um there's so many shows that i love they're like that i that wouldn't crack the top five you know it's true i love like scrubs or something like shows kind of from that era like i don't know parks and rec is a great show it is it's a great show and i will still reference it a lot yeah i'm also far removed from my political career which i was true when we started this podcast which was funny that is so it's such a time capsule speaking of like shows and like widening our range it was really funny to hear us um, talking about the Emmys and like how out of the drama nominations we had only l- watched uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> it was like insert clip. <laughs> In drama series, we have Handmaid's Tale, Game of Thrones, This Is Us, The Crown, The Americans, Stranger Things, and Westworld. What ones of those have you not watched, Jordan? <laughs> it's easier to tell you that I watched Stranger Things. <laughs> Honestly, that was um that's one of the most embarrassing moments for me in the show because it's like <laughs> we're going to start a podcast about TV. We love TV. We're experts on TV. Oh, we watched one of these nominees and it's freaking and it's Stranger, Stranger things. things. The one for kids. So that was, um, that was like more cringy than our goofy voices at the beginning for me, but I was laughing. I I was, I was laughing, but I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, who do you think you are? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, One of the other cringy things for me was, uh, in our news section, we were so thrilled about (laughs) Connie Britton in (laughs) Dr. Death. Dirty John. I don't even know the show anymore. <laughs> There's been one major update that we're Very really excited, excited about. Taylor. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Did you hear that Connie Britton is going to be starring in a series based on the very great podcast Dirty John? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible oh my gosh we went on and on about how dirty john was gonna be the best show 
ever made oh my gosh and it's actually really funny because we didn't even bring up like julia garner was gonna be in it or anything like i don't even know if i knew who she was at that time because i hadn't watched i don't even know if i knew she was in it (sighs) because we're here from the future to tell you we never watched it no 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 because i i really don't i never watched it did you ever actually watch dirty john not a minute because I feel like that just reminds me of some other lies that I I know I told like I was like oh I'm just so excited I'm gonna watch season two of Handmaid's Tale never watched that never watched (laughs) any more of Handmaid's Tale but I certainly promised I would in this episode (laughs) (laughs) the question is will you now will you still no 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 I don't (laughs) know I don't have time to watch like five seasons Oh, you don't? <laughs> no, I have a long list of um, redacted number of seasons that I have my, a full schedule that will be revealed later. <laughs> my to-do list. So I started Barry. I, next I'll watch Handmaid's Tale. And then it's kind of... I'm, I want to watch Insecure. I haven't watched that yet. And this is nominated. I love Insecure. I need to watch that. And I really like her, even though I haven't watched her show, but she's just, like, so likable. She's so likable. And she dresses the best. Okay, of your of your list that we kind of discussed in the episode one um, of shows to watch, which ones did you actually cross off? Well, I mentioned in the episode that I was watching Barry, and definitely if I'm all caught up on Barry. I hadn't watched Insecure yet, obviously. Check. And then a lot of shows, though, that I mentioned in the episode, still have not watched. Still have not watched The Crown. Famously, have not watched The Crown yet. Um, I haven't watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I also mentioned in this episode. <laughs> um, and then I know that there, there's plenty that were on my to-watch list back then that are still pretty, like, gaping holes in my TV uh, wa- watched portfolio like The Wire, The Sopranos, Better Those Call Saul. So mm-hmm. I still have some really important shows that I haven't watched yet. So I'm not, I'm not perfect. Everyone, sorry. Yeah, for mine that I still need to watch. I also have, uh, Better Call Saul, The Wire, Sopranos, West Wing. Never watched that. Ooh, so many seasons. It's so, especially um, those old ones that are an hour and, like, over 20 episodes per season. Ooh. Yeah. And Seinfeld. I still haven't done mm. it. I started the first episode a couple times, and it was, I just never found the time to finish. Yeah, and notoriously hard to get through the first season. You True. Know, it's not that good yet. I did cross off some, though. I crossed off The Crown, which we now all know. Yes. And I overcame my falling asleep during that, <laughs> which I talked about. <laughs> um, I don't think I had watched Breaking Bad yet. I think I've wa- oh. I watched that since we started. Wow, that's a big one. Sex in the City. I hadn't watched that. Mm. Crossed that one off the list. Broad City, another one that I crossed off the list. Oh my gosh. Um, so good. And the biggest one of all. Game of Thrones. Ugh, I Either haven't watched... Have watched Game of Thrones. No. But I plan on watching it so I can watch the final season with everyone else. I just feel like 
can you say you love TV if you haven't watched Game of Thrones? That feels like a personal attack. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of more like a film, so I think you can still love TV. But I also love movies, so I don't even know what I'm saying. You famously were not interested. I know. And I I didn't bring it up in this episode because I didn't even want to get into it. I think maybe we talk about it in some other earlier episode. Um, Probably. I had valid points. I was concerned about um, sexual assault scenes. And, you know, that's still a concern, a broad concern for the for Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah. Um, and yet... I stand before you of <laughs> such a huge fan of Game of Thrones now. <laughs> um, it was so What would this podcast funny. be without Game of Thrones? I don't honestly don't know. I it's weird to think no of a clue. time before. Seriously. It was so funny us talking about it in episode one. Like it's this kind of foreign concept. Like we don't even really know what we would be getting into if we started it, you know? But No. Wow. It really opened my eyes to really what TV could be. Like, I thought I knew, but we were just like, we thought we pure... knew watching Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, Emmy nominated drama? <laughs> yeah. No comment. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, we were just like these naive babies just starting. We were just starting our TV journey in episode we one were. of our TV podcast. Which is wild. I wonder if I've like so quadrupled much. my TV intake since this podcast. I wish I could go back and count how many seasons of TV I had watched before this. That would be amazing. Like I love TV, which is why we started the podcast, but mm-hmm. not at the rate we're going. I think that I for sure did. And I really kind of felt like I had watched like everything, which is clearly not true. But I, th- I still think we had watched way more TV than the average person. Um. Mm-hmm. But like, and yet we still had just barely scratched the surface, I think. And yeah, but it's what's wild is like, look at the TV shows that have premiered since then. Like, honestly, like succession is changing television, I think. And that hadn't even come out yet. I think it came out like it's true that like we started this in August and I feel like it came out that fall. We didn't even know. We had no idea. We didn't. What was right around the corner? Um, the part that I screamed the most when listening to this first episode was when we have the receipts to back up that we've been standing Olivia Cook from House of the Dragon since mm-hmm. day one. We talk about her on the first episode of this podcast in 2018. Literally day one. So I chose Christopher Abbott from The Sinner. Um, he's, I fell in love with him when he was on Girls. And he's like has a perfect face. Yeah, he has a perfect face, perfect hair, perfect beard, perfect girlfriend. Yeah, we also really love his, his girlfriend Olivia Cook. She's in um, my favorite, one of my top ten movies probably is Meet Earl and the Dying Girl, and she's in that and also in Thoroughbreds. Yeah, and she was in Ready Player One. Oh yeah, and I never she saw was really that. good in that. Wow, ironically, we've actually talked about Christopher Abbott a lot in this single episode right now, too. <laughs> in episode 200. <laughs> they are no He's longer together, mascot. sadly. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Abbott is our our mascot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, and 
like that some of the most consistent things are who we stand or do not stand which was very funny um i actually did we're forget loyal. we're loyal to our, the to our loves and our hates <laughs> because i also felt the need to complain so much about colin jost who i do still hate it's another non-secret about me is how much i hate colin jost i'm not a michael che fan either but colin jost is like one of my like three main enemies <laughs> in my life and it was i was like wow the, we're bringing up valid points of why um he's gonna be a horrible emmy's host <laughs> which i liked um and taylor day one standing hard for john ham as per usual always and forever my number one is mad men mm. so good yeah. john ham is my forever boyfriend and so you have to show loyalty to, show to loyalty. your man <laughs> Even though I just kicked Mad Men off of my top three list. <laughs> it's okay. You always have that gigantic back tattoo of John Hamm's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish I could figure out a way to Photoshop that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's incredible. That could be, well, you could get like a Girl Meets show, like Coat of Arms like royalty and it's like john ham olivia cook christopher <laughs> abbott christopher abbott <laughs> also should we have a count for how many times i mentioned john ham <laughs> i think so <laughs> we'll hire an intern and they'll count it for us my last note just from listening to our first episode was i was impressed that we stuck with our um format um and I still felt like it was a really fun format like I mm-hmm. still like it today um we've since switched up like our top three in our news but other than that we've stuck with it and I think it still works and the one thing that I had said in the first episode <laughs> was that we needed a rating system and that is one thing we've never done I was like, we're going to come up with one. We want to come up with a rating system, but we haven't come up with it yet. Yeah, something clever. (laughs) Jordan, what would you rate it out of five stars? And I think I said, like, it is going to be creative. (laughs) No, we're not going to do any of that. (laughs) We are not. We're just going to randomly say, hey, what would you rate this? (laughs) And well, sometimes we don't even do that. You know what we do more often, though, is who would you recommend this to? That's true. Which I I think is uh, smarter and better. More personal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like it. Because actually, I think really when it comes down to it, it's like we like TV so much because we like discussing it with each other and then getting other people to watch it so they can discuss it, too, with us. So yes. when when we are trying to figure out who to recommend this to... Like, that's a huge part of why we're doing it in the first place, you know? So I think that's mm-hmm. nice. I agree. Well, fun. It was way less cringy than I thought it would be. I had a lot of fun listening <clears throat> to us. I did, too. And I, a lot of the times when I was, like, laughing at us, it was, it was like, fun. It was out of funness, like, um, <laughs> and I just, like, felt fondly about, like, our younger selves, yeah, a tr- I agree. Well, speaking of 
how far we've come. In this year of 2022, Jordan, let's hear how many seasons of TV you've watched. I, want I you feel to like go I'm first. being I'm being kind of mean because I I know Jordan's gonna win, and I'm not being mean win? because there's no shame. Yeah, you win. I think the highest like, number wins. It feels like golf. Like doesn't the like, the lower number should win? No, I, this is a podcast about TV. So, like, the person who watch, has more TV under their belt wins. Oh, my gosh. Um, just tell me how many digits your number is first. <laughs> my number is high two. Okay. Is yours four? No. No, 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 no. Wait. Oh, did you say high? It's a high two, like the number two? High or, two digit number. Or it's high also. Oh, okay, okay. No, mine's not four. No, don't. It's not four. It's three, though. Okay. But it's I actually, figured it would be. It's actually a low three. Okay, great. Do you want me to go first? Um. Yes, I do. I have watched 72 seasons of television in 2022. Wow. How many have you watched? 108. <laughs> incredible. Truly incredible. Oh my gosh. I mean, I couldn't have done it without starting COVID. I got COVID and I started, that's when I started watching Drag Race. Couldn't have done it without Drag Race and Survivor. Right there, that's over 30 seasons. Wow. So we actually would be pretty tied without that. Yes, we would have. Especially because those are the types of shows where you can just put them on while you're doing literally any task. Mm -hmm. Um, And since I moved this year, I had a lot of Ikea furniture to put together. Um, uh, Well, speaking of hobbies, I also do my own gel nails and that takes like a few hours. So that's a lot of episodes you can get through right there, you know? It's true. Yeah. But I think, no, that literally is over 30 seasons because I'm on... Season 14 of Survivor. And granted, these seasons are not long. So let me just say that. That's the thing. A season of TV, I'm counting a season that has four episodes in it sometimes. And a season Mm. of TV that has like 20. Like there are some shows that like docuseries that we're counting that only have like four episodes. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so I do feel self-conscious about it. But um, here's here's the good news. Only true listeners who listen to the full episode and can get 50 minutes in get to hear this number. <laughs> that and is that so is true. their honor. <laughs> they get to know the real us. This is the test. Because you know what? I was I was actually worried that your number would be like a lot lower than that, too. So well, I when you ask me better. how many digits, I'm like, well, it's more than 10. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> that was a dumb question. <laughs> well, I also wanted to know if you had reached three like me. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're um, like, I watched eight seasons of TV this year. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> that actually I've would actually be just been faking it for every episode of this podcast. <laughs> that would be even more impressive. Wow. Uh, Instead, I just started paying for Vulture and read those articles. Yeah, exactly. Now that I'm more of a reader than a watcher. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, I just think it's really interesting, like the stati- like there's stories behind the statistics, like your COVID and your moving mm-hmm. and 
like the drag race of it all yes and like for me i have i actually have kind of fallen into a funk of like actively avoiding watching television like i would think that my tv seasons are actually higher for 2021 and 2020 than they were this year Mm. i think i purposefully was like not watching tv a lot unless it was for the podcast and that would make sense too speaking of covid you know yeah that's true it's a it was a fun number to count up yeah it was i did like it i think you should own it i'll i will wear it proudly okay great (laughs) that'll be your next hat i get embroidered for you 108 (laughs) (laughs) um okay well speaking of this 72 to 108 seasons of tv (laughs) we've watched it wasn't all great so what are your bottom three tv shows we watched this year okay this actually was harder than i thought because i was me too two of the shows on this list for me um i don't think they were that bad but i definitely liked them the least compared to everything else i was watching and Mm -hmm. i was i was also mostly looking at shows we did for the podcast because if i was just watching it on my own i probably would have stopped watching if i didn't like it you know so same my number three is the staircase isn't that interesting whoa i was kind of surprised but i couldn't think of anything else that i really disliked less than that except for two other things so i might be forgetting something but i don't know i just have to have one overlapping show that i'm interested to see if we do okay interesting the staircase yeah i think for me um it just came down to kind of like the bad taste it left in my mouth after hearing like the real story Mm-hmm. and um a little boring you know but not bad i don't regret watching it mm-hmm. yeah wow now i can't wait to hear yours going through them i was like i know i talked about that show positively on the podcast but i feel like comparing it to all the others and mm-hmm. like the distance i've had with it it's gone down on my list exactly um you're gonna be sad at this one but i had to choose it just because I can only remember how hard I was pushing myself to go through it, but it's the after party from Apple TV Plus. Oh. Hmm. I still feel sad. excited for season two, but I I don't I don't think I love that show enough to take it like personally or anything. Okay. And I'm not surprised Good. because I think we had like I remember how our discussion went. I liked it more than you did, and I yeah I didn't think it was perfect either, but very interesting choice but that's the thing i feel like this was a great year for tv so a show that i just like didn't get as into that's gonna be in my bottom yeah Yeah, my bottom exactly wow fascinating um my number two is kind of a hot take but i really didn't really enjoy watching it and that was stranger things okay yeah Good I, didn't like, I just didn't really like this season. And did I think it was a waste of time? No. There were plenty of amazing moments. But overall, I didn't have that much fun watching it. Okay, Sorry. that's a good answer. Thank you. Don't apologize to me. No, I know you. I know you understand. I'm apologizing to uh, all the Stranger Things lovers out there. Because <laughs> I don't mean it personally. <laughs> 
I'm going to go ahead and apologize to you and also everyone who may have donated the millions and millions of dollars that it took to make the show. But I said rings of power. Mm. Oh, like I'm a stockholder at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you not? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, you paid for it too. Prime membership. <laughs> I do. Mm, yes. Uh huh. I'm not surprised that that's on your list. It was just, these are the shows that felt too much of a chore for me. And yeah. I would have stopped if I were personally watching them on my own. And I don't think this is a surprise to anyone who would have listened to these episodes. You know? No. No, no, no. Dang. I hope not. I did end up liking Rings of Power, but that's a totally valid answer. It took me a while to like it. Yeah. I'm intrigued to hear if we have the same number one. I feel like we have to because do we say it on the count of three? Did this backfire last time we tried to do this? <laughs> I don't remember. And I must have blocked it out because I think it's a great idea. <laughs> okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Inventing, Inventing Anna. Anna. <laughs> slow. Why did you say it so slowly? I was starting uh. saying it. And I don't know if the, there's like a <laughs> lag in FaceTime, but you weren't saying it yet. <laughs> Okay, well, when you listen back, you'll hear me go, Inventing Anna! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was actually so happy when I came upon this in my list of shows because I was like, oh, yes, finally a show I hated that I can use as my number one hated show. (laughs) Julia Garner. Sorry. I mean, she rules. It just was a horrible show. And remember the, the Anna Klumsky of it all. she is so great and she was so awful in that show sometimes that happens so sad it was really heartbreaking that show did that that's the only show i think i watched this year that totally felt like a waste of time (laughs) yeah it's It's not good not good glad we are in agreement there me too i love pulling people on my instagram I'll have to ask people that show. I mean that question this Mm -hmm. year. I don't think I've ever asked people what their least favorite show was. And now I'm intrigued. Ooh, that would, I can't wait to see the results just for science. Like I genuinely, that's the fun thing. It's like, even if you and I watch a show and I like it, you love it or vice versa. It's like, oh, I'm interested to hear why, like what didn't resonate for you that really resonated for me or whatever. It's really Mm -hmm. interesting. It's fascinating. Um, okay, what was your what were your top three brand new TV shows this year? This was really hard. I have, I'm looking at my, I ha, I ranked them. I was able to rank them, but I am looking at the ones I had to leave off, and it's like so sad because they were so. It's hard. Yeah, it's seven on my list. <laughs> Me too. Okay, we'll have to say all wow. seven afterwards. But <laughs> what I ended up picking, and. I stand by it, but it's really, it's like a, such a close call. Number three, I said Yellow Jackets. Ooh, okay. Fun. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just so different from anything we'd watched before, I think. And I cannot wait for the next season. And it was really fun. My number three, I said The Rehearsal. Mm, that's one of my seven. Okay, good. Ugh. Yeah. All of these are like the ones I had the most fun watching and like discussing and like the discourse of it all were like some of my favorite parts and the rehearsal is one of them. It was, it was really special. It was a phenomenon. 
It was. And I still talk about it like at least once a day. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to, it's one of those ones where it's like, even if there weren't going to be any more seasons, people would be screen capping this. And that's the thing. People will like in a response, like someone will respond to a tweet and just include a screen cap from the rehearsal and you'll know immediately what they're saying. Yeah. Like it's so bonkers and so unique. That one was one of the ones that really hurt to not put in my three, but. I happened. got Nathan for you. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my number two show that I picked, I picked Andor. Okay. Yes. It really, it got to my top three. Um, and honestly, it it's a close call between that one and what I picked for my number one. But I can't figure out what your number one one is. It surprised me too. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> not really though. I really, yeah, I just, I was following my heart in this top three and, um, I don't know. Andor just like was, it just kind of changed the game for me of, of thing of like Star Wars, which I already love so much that I didn't really think they could ever do something unique again, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it so much. I support that and I'm on the edge of my seat. My number two was House of the Dragon. It was just really fun. And yeah, getting back to those Game of Thrones roots Mm -hmm. and the Olivia Cook of it all, I guess. Our girl, she crushed it. Okay, so if that's not your number one, I, I wonder if we have the same number one. Well, my number one is actually House of the Dragon. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yes. I had a feeling it had to be between that one or my number one. I think I know what your number one is then, too. And that was also one that really hurt me to not put on my top three if it's the same one. But yeah, no, I I, I was like, okay, which did I really love more, House of the Dragon or Andor? And one thing that almost got me to put Andor, like almost as a tie, was that I think that they kept their characters more distinct from each other than house of the dragon did just with all the time jumps and the kids in the families and stuff. But I had to give house of the dragon the number one spot because I don't know. I just feel like the tension was just like even somehow just even a little bit higher and like the drama. I don't know. And just like the game of Thrones of it all. Like you're saying, I just thought, it was so amazing. It was so fun. And wow, having a week by week show like that, it's just mm-hmm. it's thrilling. I think that all three of these, I, well, I did watch some, I did watch portions of Andor in chunks, but almost all of them, I really did watch almost week to week each time. But that one, that's a really interesting. Mm-hmm. House of the Dragon though, was one where I had, I absolutely had to watch it the night that it dropped. And I, so okay. that's kind of why it got number one, I guess. All three of mine are ones I watched week by week, too. Wow. That's kind of really interesting. It really says a lot, I think. Um, My number one, I did watch the first, like, three or four episodes in a, in a chunk, and then I watched the rest week to week. And that show is Severance. Yay! I'm so it's happy. honestly wild that that was this year. It feels so long ago. But oh, my gosh. Again, another show I think about almost daily. Yes. I am obsessed and still am. And they started filming and I can't wait. Finally. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad. 
all of the all of our top shows i think were extremely well even the rehearsal but a little less so but i feel like it's like tension is like the theme of all of these shows like i was on the edge of my seat for everything good point if you can if you can write good tension you got a good tv show on your hands oh yeah um what were the what were the rest of your seven that we haven't mentioned yet station 11 was hard to leave off i just Mm. i love that show so much it was so good um minx i love i had minx too yeah and very um under discussed i think yeah um and speaking of i love that i had i love that for you that Mm -hmm. show is great i yeah I don't have it on my seven, but I did think about how much I love that show and how excited. Like, I think they're getting a second season, right? If they are, I'm excited about it. I want to see what happens. I can't next. remember. Um, I also had the bear. The bear was my uh, too. Wow, it was a good year for TV. It really was, and a year we didn't even have Severance, which probably is why we got to fill it in with so much more good stuff than we weren't comparing. You mean Succession? And that is what I mean. Okay. Well, I as soon as I, I was, was right like, there with you, but I was like, wait, 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 wait. But I, I knew. My brain. It's like it's actually well, the years that Succession doesn't drop a new season. It's kind of like the years Taylor Swift doesn't drop a new album, because the second that drops, okay, that's all I listen to. But yep. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. exactly. Um. Okay. What were your top three of shows that had? We're on like season two or further along mm-hmm. that already have multiple seasons. Um, my number three was Dollface actually on Hulu, which is sadly canceled. Sad. Um, R.I.P. But I think I liked this new season, season two, even more than season one. And it's just so relatable um, with storylines about 30 something year old girls who that you don't really see very often. Like, kind of more, like, real-life stories. Yeah. And um, told in a very, like, silly, fun way. And I'm going to miss that show a lot. Me too. I hope that's a show that, like, people find later on and it, like, kind of regains popularity. I hope so, too. Um, My number three, I said Barry. Ooh, good answer. The Every episode was just, like, so mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. I loved it. My number two was Hacks. Twins. Wow. It was just, I think, again, season two, I th- parts of it I liked even more than season one. I was laughing so hard. I loved it. It was so good. And the cast is so good. Everyone's so hiccup. So, so good. <laughs> um. Okay, what's your number one? I can't decide what it'll be. Well, it is an, an extracurricular actually oh and i went with drag race because it definitely qualifies there was a new season this year totally um it's it's just like might be the perfect reality show every single episode is extremely fun and entertaining and it makes me laugh makes me cry um and something i was thinking about was like i consider myself open-minded and like an ally but the queens on the show have like completely opened my eyes so much more since I started watching it and it's extremely like it's also 
like legitimately educational and Mm -hmm. just love it flawless I know I say it every time, but I cannot <laughs> wait to find a time to watch it because I want that. You'll whenever you do, you'll love it. And I wish it were a little bit more accessible. Yes. So that literally everyone could watch it. My number one is Atlanta. It feels a little I mean, Amazing. we got two seasons this year, which is pretty great. That is wild. And I th- oh no, I did count both of them because I had I watched them all in like a week so i was like oh is my number actually 109 no it's one (laughs) i counted both of them (laughs) yeah same thing i just feel like i learned so much from that show while also like crying and laughing and um the characters are all just so well done and it's so beautiful to watch Mm -hmm. it's everything i want in a tv show 30 minutes beautiful people beautiful story and makes me laugh and makes me cry. Mm-hmm. And so, like, straight up just creative. Yes. Like, nothing else I'd, I'll ever watch. Yeah. Like, it's inspiring. It's, like, not only the messages are inspiring or eye-opening, but, like, the creativity is also really inspiring. That, like, how did your brain think of that? It is also funny. That is, that's another um, thing that's the same as how we were, like, major atlanta heads we're like brian tyree henry's gonna win the emmy no question i don't think he did win the (laughs) the emmy that year but no he didn't and i um, hope he does this year but we were just little girls making guesses you know we had yeah we just had our rose-colored glasses on yeah okay who was your crush of 2022 mine i actually feel kind of lame because he was my crush literally last week, but Diego Luna is my crush of the year. There was not a single other character or actor on any show I watched this year that I, um, I didn't, I don't want to say horny <laughs> on this. Just call I still it what it is. Censor myself. Um, there that I like wanted more than, than Cassie and Andor on Andor. And like, I, I was like scanning through and I was like, hmm, nope, not worthy. Not, not up to his stand, not to, up to my standards when I'm comparing him to Andor. So that's just the truth. I'm keeping it real, even though that might be truth. a little boring. Cause I just said it. I don't think it's boring at all. I actually, when I was thinking of mine, I thought of him for you. So I, we should have guessed each other's cause I think I would have been right. Mm. yeah you i think you which is easy to say after we've already said i'm pretty sure i would swear (laughs) (laughs) well i know that whenever you say yours i know i'll be like oh of course but i i can't i don't know if you will i was kind of going through it and i i think mine's adam scott okay well that was a contender i had in my head too (laughs) like i'm not just saying that (laughs) i really i believe you i believe you wow it's just like Every time there's, like, new, like, a new article with, like, new photographs of him and, like, I just am, like, so, like, struck by him. I just found something. <laughs> what? It goes back to Parks and Rec, though. <laughs> which you, oh, my gosh. You're such right. a full circle. <gasps> I'm a Parks and Rec girly. <laughs> I can't help it. Severance brought you back in my to blood. the light. It is part of your DNA forever forever and ever oh that's so funny to me i love it so much that is really hilarious and sorry i totally interrupted you 
Did you see some new hot pics of him lately? Uh, yeah, I think he was on like a red carpet last week or something. And I was just like, wow, he's really had a glow up. And I don't know if it's necessarily glow up or just like has a stylist now, but like it's working for me personally. He looks great and he's aging well as well. Yeah. It's great. And he was, um, I mean, we talked about it so much, but he's so good in Severance. He's great. Can't wait for that season two. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, there you have it. This is our 200th episode. And wow, it was fun. Thank you for letting us take a trip down memory lane. Had a great time. <laughs> What's your official statement, Jordan? <laughs> uh, it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> we what lived, a wild we laughed, ride. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We're going to keep going. So we'll be back next week with white lotus which we're dying oh my god to talk about i'm so, so excited honestly i part of me debated putting white lotus in my list of favorite um like continued seasons of the year but it's not even done yet that's it's how there. much i'm no. liking the new season yeah it's up there for sure we'll let you know if we have any amendments to make next week to our yes. list but genuinely thank you for listening we would still do it without you, but we are grateful <laughs> that you're here. <laughs> Bye. Bye.